The parsha begins with Sefer Vayikra. Vayikra el Moshe. He called to Moshe. It doesn't say who called. Vadabar Hashem Elav Me'oyel Moed. God spoke to him to Moshe. Me'oyel Moed. Rashi says, "What is Me'oyel Moed?" Is to teach you that the coil, the sound that Moshe heard, was only heard in the Oyel Moed. It stopped outside the Oyel Moed. Nobody could hear anything. So you might think that it was a very quiet voice and that only was heard, was only audible in the Elmaid. Says Rashi, no. It says in Apostlech in Bamidbar, and Moshe heard the voice. And the coil is the famous voice that Hashem, he mentioned in Tehillim, Hashem's voice is very powerful. So nevertheless, he was interrupted as soon as the voice reached the entrance of the oil maid. That means it was heard in the oil maid, but not outside, even though the voice was extremely loud. So Rabbi Nebuchai explains this uh, discrimination, that the voice was heard to Moshe in the oil maid, and although it was loud enough that if it were a natural voice, it would have been heard far outside the oil maid. This voice was not heard uh, outside the oil maid. It was heard as a very loud voice in the oil maid, but as soon as it got to the end of the oil maid, it was abruptly interrupted, and nothing was heard outside. So he says it's not just outside the oil maid. Even if somebody were to stand next to Moshe, we also not hear anything. He says, this is very much typical of Inyaf and the Vua. The Vua involves a sound. Always heard that. And he heard the voice of a Malach. He brings here from, um, from uh, Rapsad Yigon and other Mephoshim mentioned it, that other Nevi'im came, heard the Nevua from Malachim. The Ramam writes this in Yisaita Torah that uh, he brings the ten levels of Malachim, the lowest level, he says the name Ishim, because these are the Malachim that speak to Ishim, to human beings, to Nevi'im. So it's clear from the Rambam that Rambam also explains that all other, all other Nevi'im, all the Nevo'ah, the communication from Hashem came through a Malach. Whereas Moshe Rabbeinu heard it directly from Hashem without intervention of a Malach. Panim b'panim dibar Hashem imochem. Panim b'panim, dibar Hashem panim b'panim. Moshe spoke to Moshe directly. So the Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar says that in Nevoah, the sound of Nevoah, which was a really hearing Hashem speak to you. Now he brings from Psad and that this voice, of, see Hashem doesn't have a voice, Hashem is not physical, but it was heard to the Navi, and he says, This is something Hashem created. So Hashem communicated the way Hashem wants to communicate. He made it, he used sound as the vehicle. He created the sound, that the sound would be the vehicle so a human being could hear him. He was mitzamtzem himself, or his communication, to, the, to a physical human sound that can be heard and be audible to human ears. And that's what Moshe Rabbeinu heard. And nevertheless, because it was uh, divinely designed, it had this unique property that somebody could hear it, and the person next to him would not hear it. So it's the same thing with sight, a vision in a vua. 
There's also vision in Nevoah. So sometimes like somebody does a vision, a Navi sees something very, very clearly, but somebody next to him doesn't see it. As the story is with Daniel, that he saw a vision, and says the people next to him didn't see it. They felt a certain awe, trepidation, which they couldn't explain. But <clears throat> he saw the mare, and the people that were with me didn't see it. So this discrimination is both on a level of audio and visual. With that, he explains the story with Shmuel Navi. Shmuel Navi was a young boy, in the beginning of Sefer Shmuel, his mother Chana brought him to the Mishkan Shila when he was two years old, and she handed him over to Eli that he should raise her, raise him. And, and he was raised in Eli's house right by the Mishkan Shiloh. So Shmuel had his own room, and Eli had his own room. And one night, Shmuel and Navi hears somebody calling his name. And he was convinced it must be Eli Akoin is calling him. He was a young boy. So he ran quickly to Eli's uh, room, Eli's tent, and said, yeah, well, what, what did you want? He, he's ready to listen. So Eli said, I never called you. Go back to sleep. You're just imagining. After a few moments, again he hears a voice calling his name, Shmuel. So he was convinced it was a human being calling him. It must be Eli Akoin. So he ran back to Eli Akoin. Eli Akoin said, no, 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 I never called you. So now Eli Akoin, it says, Eli Akoin was now suspicious that this could be not just a voice. This is a voice from a malach. That he was hearing a voice. So first of all, we see that Shmuel never heard a real voice. He confused it with a voice of a human being. That means the voice was real. Your ears heard something. But Eli Akoin noticed twice that he came to, running to Eli saying, I heard a voice, but he didn't hear anything. I mean, he didn't say anything. Eli Akoin didn't say anything. So maybe it's the voice of a malach. So when Shmuel Anovi came a third time, so then he told them, when the voice comes back to you, you should know this is a malach. You should say, yes, here I am. Don't come here. Wherever you are, say, here I am. And that's when his nevuah started. The first time Shmuel Anovi had a nevuah. So he says that Elia Cain, after the second time, when he sent him back to bed, and Shmuel went back to lie down, Elia Cain perked up his ears, trying to hear whether this is a voice of another human. Maybe somebody else is calling him. There's another human being hiding somewhere, calling Shmuel by his name. So if he hears that somebody's calling, it's a human being calling him. If it's, he can't hear, and Shmuel comes back saying, I heard my name, then it's clear it's a malach. Because in the vua, one person hears and the other person neck, which is within earshot, will not hear it. That's the way it is with Nevoah. But we see from this story from Shmuel also is that it's a real voice. And the Zabzadi Gon says that Hashem creates that voice that will serve as a vehicle to communicate Hashem's communication to the Navi. And one thing is also clear, it wasn't an illusion. Sometimes people have fantasies, they hear voices. Somebody who hears voices doesn't think that Eli Cohen is calling him. The fact that he's running to Eli is because he heard a real voice, an objective voice that's calling his name. It's interesting, there is a, uh, either a letter or a sikha somewhere from the Friedrich Rebbe that the Rebbe Shah was asking, how did Avraham Avina know that the voice that told him to take his son and take him to Dakeda and kill him, that it was Hashem really speaking? Maybe it's another voice, maybe it's a, a person. Maybe the person is hiding and calling him. 
the famous story with the Tzemach Tzedek in the Tzerkasa. Right, the, 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 the Rebbe told us in the Fabrengen that uh, the Tzemach Tzedek and, and his brother-in-law, the, the, the Tzadik, Rebbe Yankiv Yisrael of Tzerkas, son of Motovet Chernobyl, they were brother-in-laws, they were studying together when they were young, they were sitting of cast by the middle of the Rebbe. So there was a guy who used to come into shul, and uh, it was like he thought that he was a big tzaddik. He thought that the mamish, that his, his avoid and his limited Torah is so great in Shemaim that there may not be a Ganadin big enough for him. In, uh, so, <laughs> so once uh, they, they wanted to play a trick on him, they were young, they wanted to play a trick on him. So they went up to Ezra's notion to put like a white sheet over their heads, and when the guy came in, he said, Rabbi Nishalim, you know, well, you know, can you please uh, show me um, that, that, you know, you're Ganadin, that what you have for me. And they, 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 they cried out from the Ezra's Nashim above, you know, they poured water on him and it says, Toher, Toher. And he looked up, it's so white. He said, oh, this must be a Leonavia, the Malachim, that are pouring water in them and tire him. And he was so excited, he was so happy. Now, obviously, it was the voice of the Tzemach Tzedek or the, uh, the Tzedek But sometimes, you can, how did Avraham even know it's not a voice of another person? If it's a real voice, as we said before, you hear it like a real voice in your ears. And maybe... So, I don't remember the answer, but the answer seems to what I remember is that when you hear Nevoah, there is a there is a time when you there comes a point where you realize that this is not just a voice. This is a voice of Navua. How exactly that happens, I don't know. But that's uh, somehow we have to realize that there's a distinction between hearing like a, a voice of a person and hearing the voice from a malach, and that a person who hears it can tell the difference. <laughs>